Right, welcome back to episode 21 of Droughtlander, the final episode hopefully. of ever, hopefully, <laughs> um, from from myself, Jen Brister, and... Maureen Younger. Maureen Younger. Wow, Maureen, Maureen, you're out of breath. I am out of breath. I'm just... Maureen, been... we're in Maureen's flat this, this time, and Maureen's had the, the flat decorated, and so there's lots of... I don't know how to... Oh, how Obstacles. I'd... Yeah, obstacles. <laughs> I mean, there was a chair on the sofa covered in what that plastic, plastic sheeting that you use yeah. to stop paint. Uh, but what Maureen did is that stuff that you put on the floor to make sure that paint doesn't go on the floor, she put it on a sofa. So that kind of defeated the object <laughs> of that plastic so trying sheeting. To get, trying to get across the room from one end to the other has proved quite uh, dramatic for me. So I haven't done my Sam Hewen challenge you yet. You haven't done his... <laughs> because Maureen hasn't started a Sam Hewen challenge, clambering over... <laughs> A first bits of furniture. <laughs> uh, yeah, we set some shelves and uh, lifting up a very heavy. Oh, chair. I'm just heavy breathing in your ear. Cl- that could be the other reason. Could be. Could be Maureen. Um, <laughs> but you doubt it. I'm doubting it. <laughs> I'm doubting it. Uh, anyway, so we were so good for a little while, weren't we? We were close to catching up with the TV show. Goodness me, we were like so back excited. To back week in week out. Twice a week on sometimes. I mean, I don't know what happened. We got giddy. We, we had you, no work. We were euphoric. We weren't as busy then. <laughs> and then Christmas came along. And it's just been absolutely manic. So we haven't been able to meet up. We haven't been able to meet because either one either one of us has been somewhere else, not anywhere near where we live. So this is why we're late. Here it is anyway for the um, for the hundred people that are still listening. I, I think we should give a special mention to the woman who listened to all twenty podcasts <laughs> in one go. Dear what, God. What was the what was the Twitter name? Well, I don't know, Maureen. Why? I don't expect me to know things like that. Anyway. I mean, hang on, you, I could find out. You could find out. Whoever you are out there, I mean, well done, because that's something that no one's ever done before. We were very impressed. Well, I mean, and nor, nor should, <laughs> frankly. Uh, 20 episodes back to back, I mean, that's madness. It was something like Flag Saver or something. Well, Maureen, I mean, she knows that we... we, we you know who you are. We're literally, the amount of listeners we've got... <laughs> I mean, you know, we're pretty much on first name terms with <laughs> most of them. Actually, some of them are on first name terms now. But anyway. So, anyway. Well, well, while Jen is looking for the name, I will start. Far Stepper. There far we go. Stepper. Far well Stepper. Well done, Far Stepper. Well done. There we You're are. our most avid listener. I, I know. We're, we're, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. But well done. Well done. So, look, we're back on track. And we're, we're, it's called Uncharted. And basically, Jamie doesn't really appear in this. So, I'm, I'm good part of Maureen's happy to pass it over to me, but I, I have no idea what, what was going on. Claire's jumped off the boat. That's it, Claire's jumped off the boat. She's in, she's in Survivor, Celebrity Island Survivor mode. She uh, is. Um, and I, uh, she gets washed up on shore. Yep. As you would. You wouldn't just drown at sea like most people. <laughs> uh, Claire never drowns. So that's one of the things always to bear in mind when you're watching Outlander. It's, I, I think that, I don't know, she's not that big-breasted, but something's keeping her afloat. <laughs> It's one of the skirts. She will not sink. So, anyway, she manages to land... Yeah, on an island. Um, on the island. And she kind of... She's very... She's very... She's in survivor mode, isn't she? She's very good survivor mode. I, what does that mean? What does she do? Well, you know, she... Um, what does she do? She's yeah, got what a, does she do? <laughs> she realises there's a three-minute rule, apparently. You can you have to have air for three minutes, water for... Th- you can go without water for three hours and food without three days. So she finds some water, doesn't she, also? She drinks from a plant leaf. I don't know. She drinks from a... Sh- I don't yeah. Know. I mean, she states the obvious. You can't survive without water. She Not finds, three she, minutes. She though, makes a fire, it? doesn't she? She makes can't a fire. can't survive water without no, three, three, hours, three minutes. Three hours. 
No, not three hours. Oh, it must be three days. Maybe three days. Yeah. Three days without water and you're dead. Yeah, I'm not, I Three minutes without water. <laughs> I mean, Lauren, we wouldn't survive this podcast. In fact, we're four minutes in. One or both of us should be dead. That might be what the listeners are thinking. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, so basically, she, 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 she burns some of her clothes to make a fire, doesn't she? She gets bitten by ants. Oh, she gets bitten by ants. Her poor little legs. Oh, which clears up really quickly, by the way. Um, and then she got a snake over her body, doesn't she? And she keeps calm as a snake. Oh, as a snake goes over yeah. her body. She falls asleep in the jungle, as you do, and wakes up to find a very large snake slithering over mm. her. She's very, she's very calm. She's there. very calm about nothing it. Nothing really. <laughs> nothing. I, I want to see the point where Claire actually loses it and goes, <laughs> "Oh, for fuck!" Do you know what? Well, she, this. Had, she did lose it when Frank was having a bit on the side. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, she did, you're right. And yeah, I, but she was, she, least, she was the least... Of all the things that she's been through. <laughs> you know that man that you're not really in love with? He, he's sleeping with somebody else. Oh, well, that's... What the How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Anyways, and then she and then she bumps into... The, I wish I remember the actor's name. Then she bumps... She gets uh, rescued, doesn't she, by some... He's brilliant. The guy who plays Father Fogden. <laughs> The guy who played Father Ted was brilliant, but the guy who plays Father Fogden, who's this <laughs> oh. kind of lunatic, he's really good at it. I thought that was really great, the way yeah. he portrayed him. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a nutty. He talks to a coconut, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a mad, a very scary stepmother. Yeah, he talks to a coconut before, before, you know, Tom Hanks was <laughs> chatting to coconuts. I know. Sev- several hundred years later. Uh, anyway. He's got a very scary mother-in-law who doesn't like Claire at all. Yes. She does a very good scowl, that woman. Very good scowl. Well, she does still help Claire, though, doesn't she? Yeah. So Claire wakes up tied to the bed because she's been scratching herself. Very sunburnt, but the sunburn disappears by the next yes. day, really. Sh- this is pretty much the next scene. <laughs> and she's she's um basically, yeah, tied to a bed. Yeah, because she's been scratching herself. She goes, can you please untie me? Which is a fair enough request. And then she wants to go and find Jamie. And he's going, no, but I talked to the cocoa coconut. And Coco the Coconut doesn't really want to. So you get the feeling that he might want to keep her there. Yes. I mean, he's talking to a coconut, isn't he? So <laughs> we're... we're <laughs> signs aren't good. The signs up there aren't particularly good for Claire. Now, I don't really remember what happens here. Well, the mother-in-law um, keeps calling her a whore and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and wants her to go. Yeah. He wants her to stay... And then, so Claire does... Until think, he finds out that... No, Claire decides... To, Claire to talk, talks to the coconut, doesn't she? She pretends she's having a conversation with the coconut. Oh, and the coconut does say that she can leave. Yeah. Mm, that's very clever, actually. I, I saw that and I went, do you know what? More of us should talk to coconuts. <laughs> I'd have at least one more friend. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit like... Yeah, oh, I don't know, anyway. But Anyways, yeah. and then she finds out that some Chinese man has killed one of their goats, and then she puts two and two together, because what should ha- what are the chances that of all the islands in the Caribbean... Willoughby should be there. Willoughby should be there. The, the, the ship has kind of had a bad time. Bad time? It's been in trouble at sea, and it's landed on the beach. And then eventually we get to see Jamie looking very pensive. Oh, God, it all happens so bloody quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, when will Claire ever be reunited with Joe now? Just in, almost immediately. <laughs> so basically, but before, but this is what I find funny, because then Claire goes, oh, where's the ship? Where have you seen the Chinese man? Where's the, where's the ship? He, she goes, I think in Spanish, go right and go straight ahead. It's a jungle. You can't go right and straight ahead. There's no path. I there? mean, there is no path. I mean, she's just running for running, ages. Running through a jungle, which, but let's be honest, every little bit looks exactly the same as the last bit. <laughs> there is no path. You can't, you can't go straight ahead in a jungle. Anyway... She reaches the beach, but obviously it's too late. They've already gone on the ship. I mean, this next three episodes. I, mean, I know. They're... 
you, it goes from the ridiculous to the completely absurd. I mean, this is one of the more, uh, you know, sane. realistic and sane parts of the narrative where you kind of go, well, okay, let's by accident she gets out of the jungle. And then we're... And then they're on the same island. From here on in, we're in like la-la-la. Well, she happens to have nicked a mirror. She just ho- so happens to have nicked his mirror earlier so she can flash to Jamie. Do you remember she... Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> hang on. Hang back, a, hang back a second. So the way they're reunited is this. Jamie is on a boat, right? And they've gone back on the boat and they're sailing they're to... They're about to sail off. To Jamaica. Yeah. To Kingston. And... Claire is calling. Of course, they can't hear her. And then, because she happens to have this, happens to have stolen a mirror. As she you do. happens to catch the sunlight. She happens to be able to signal. It's on Jamie's he face. Hap- and it hits directly Jamie's face. <laughs> it doesn't just hit somewhere randomly on the boat. The boat is enormous. It could have hit anywhere on the boat, but no. Smack bang in the face of Jamie. <laughs> he gets out his, like, telescope Sasenach. thing. Bang. Oh, look. Sassanach. Sassanach is... I mean, <laughs> and then he runs. He runs from the sea. He doesn't run from the boat. It's a bit weird. He runs. We can't run away. from the boat to no, the sea. No, but that boat is kind of further up than where he's running from. Like he hasn't. It doesn't look like he's jumped from the boat. <laughs> jump. Anyways, they. You know, whatever. They, they meet, reunite. Reunite. She's hurt her arm. What I like is also she. While he, she's getting her arm sewed up, he's drinking the whiskey. Surely she should be drinking the whiskey while she's having her arm sewed up. Oh yeah, but he doesn't like to see her in pain, does he? Anyways, it is. is it is. I mean, yeah. I mean that bit. I did kind of like glaze over. <laughs> I glazed over a lot over the last three episodes, and I skipped through bits. I know. I'm not going to lie to you. You need to know this, listeners. I didn't watch all of it because I was like, this bit's boring. So anyway, <laughs> they decide to apologize to the father <coughs> for killing the goat, and then they get. They get Marceli and Fergus gets married, don't they? Yeah, by the this coconut. Well, he almost marries her to the wrong sailor, doesn't he? That's a funny scene when he kind of marries her. He tries to marry to the other sailor. Yeah, because he's like, do you really want to marry this bloke? He's only got one hand. He sure hasn't got a cock. And what if does he have a cock? It's like (laughs) I don't know what's happened to this man (laughs) earlier on in his life, but he definitely associates a man with one hand as having no penis. Didn't he? He was like, oh, you've got one hand. That must mean you have no cock. I don't know how he got there. I can't remember the guy's name, the actor, but he's very, very good. And the scene is very, very funny, I have to say. And then there's a very touching moment when, uh, you know, uh, Jamie gives Fergus his surname. Fraser. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't have a surname, does he? He doesn't have a surname, no. Because it's Fraser. Fergus Claudel Fraser. It doesn't speak like that. But anyway. um, It was almost like Sam Hewen was in the room with me. (laughs) I got a little tingle down my spine. He talks in a very deep voice when he does Jamie to Sam Hewen. Anyway... And then it's normally very high pitched. <laughs> Hiya. Hiya, everybody. <laughs> Sam Hewen here. <laughs> We're just amusing ourselves, aren't we? I mean, for the for the one hundred plus <laughs> listeners, it's really. I'd like to say we're doing it for you, but actually, it's just for myself more. I mean, it took me two and a half hours to get here from Brighton. Two and a half hours, and I've got to leave in about fifty minutes because I've got to go to do another gig, and. I'm, cr- I'm crammed in the corner with Maureen. <laughs> in a mass of furniture. And a mass of furniture. <laughs> and paint fumes. Um, but it's still only a I haven't put the heating on, actually, yet. I haven't yeah. put the heating on, Maureen. I haven't taken my coat and scarf off. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm Scottish. You know, my central heating in Scotland has put another jumper on. Anyway, um, oh, so funny. yeah, so what happens then? Oh, they go back on the boat and then... <laughs> they the go to, to Jamaica and lost <laughs> the will to live. No, the, the, the turtle soup scene, which is a very famous scene in the books where she has turtle soup and gets pissed and they shag. Do you remember that? When does she have turtle soup? It's a really 
when they help, she's having turtle soup at the end. Yeah. And she's got fever and she's hurt her arm and she Jamie says, I can't, I obviously can't have sex with you because you're drunk and you're fevered and you're ill. And then she cut, she touches his crotch and then basically seems to change his mind very quickly. Yes, no? I mustn't go near you unless, yes, I have an erection. <laughs> and I will, of course, have to do something with that. Um, you don't remember that? I mean, honestly, Maureen... I did zone out a lot. We're going to have... There are some black spots in this. And that must be one of them. I just didn't, uh, yeah, take any notice of that. Okay. Well, it's a very... Is that the end of that scene? <laughs> yeah, we've done that, that episode That really whole quickly. episode? Is that it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, most of it was Claire in the jungle, which you can imagine. I'm a Jamie fan, so obviously... It was well, like... but there's only so much... I mean, she was in the jungle a lot, wasn't she? And it was all kind of like, you know... Oh. What was the word? All right, so we're now at the Bakra. Oh, this gets a bit more interesting. <laughs> Again, I mean, utterly. What, the f- <laughs> what is happening? I know, season three started off very strongly, didn't it? Season three started off absolutely brilliantly and just progressively got more and more crap as the season <laughs> went on. Right, okay. I mean, I, I've got... It's fair, It's only right that I should be back to where I started from, Maureen, because we had a brief hiatus where when I was we were like, both similar, you were like... This is too... I'm really enjoying it, Maureen. It wasn't working, was it? No, it wasn't working. Wasn't it's better working. when you... But the thing is, even I, like, even by the end of it, even I was going, this is unbelievable. And I've believed every... You know, I've been with everything so far. And Maureen has believed it all, like it's a documentary. <laughs> this is like something you get on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it, at the back row, they're back at... They're now in Jamaica... Yeah. Um, and uh, tell me more. <laughs> and uh, don't we oh. see they meet Lady Jane Grey here? Yeah, yeah. They meet Lady Jane Grey. <laughs> <laughs> um, As he will forever be known with uh, oh, yeah, on with this, on this well, on this podcast. If podcast. you're wondering, it's, it's Lord John Grey. But anyway, Lady Jane Grey is a much better title. So basically, <laughs> they find out that Lady Jane Grey has bought some slaves, and I think you know they might know from the background. So it could be that Ian they know what's happening with Ian. And they buy a slave. Claire obviously gets very upset with this slave. Do you remember she hits, has a fight with one of the slave traders? So they go to a slave market and she sees exactly how all of these people are being treated. Which is appalling. Absolutely beyond appalling. And Claire, in, in, I mean, I, I think I'd be a bit like Claire as well. I don't really know how you could be in that kind of environment what, and not lose Yeah, because there's one slave and they're trying to... Well, they're basically... Humiliating saying, him. Yeah, and going, oh, how do you know he's virile? And he's, they try and give him a hard-on in front of... The, you know, they show his... Oh, I know, it's awful. awful. And this poor guy's only got one leg as well. Yeah, and they, they basically... So they're that, saying... When you see the girl be branded. Yeah, I mean, so they're saying revolting. he can't work because he's got one leg. But don't worry, because he can breed. And then they're like, how do we know he's virile? And then the, they lift up his tunic to show his penis Whatever. and then try yeah. and... Whop- so Claire, quite rightly, whacks the bastard. Um, and there's a bit of a Ferrari. So they now own a slave, which obviously they're... <laughs> Claire's not real, because that's the only way Jamie can solve the problem. Uh, it's like they... Own, and they're like, we don't... And Claire obviously doesn't want to own a slave. She's going, well, can't we just free him? Because well, if you free him, he's just going to get caught again. So yeah, they're in a bit of a dilemma. But they realise... I mean, Jamie will literally do anything for Claire. Claire. I know, it's great. Anything for her. That's why you love him. do anything. That's why all women love Jamie, because everybody wants a man like that. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, it's fiction, everybody. Yeah, it's fiction. It's fiction. Yeah, yeah. But, um... (coughs) So, anyway, they decide they're going to go to the ball, the new governor, because uh, then they can find out about the slaves and they can use the slave that they've got 
temeraire, or whatever his name is, to try and find to out. To inf- infiltrate, infiltrate the other slaves to find out where young Ian is. Anyway, they go to the ball, and there's a <gasps> bit of sexy, but it was sexy, like Jamie's looking at her, he's looking at her, a bit of sexy eye rolling. Oh, they're looking at each other going, this reminds me of... of um, 20 years ago. When we were at the... When we looked exactly French. the same. Yeah. <laughs> you the, haven't changed. No, you haven't either of you. <laughs> I mean... What do I want from these actors <laughs> to actually to actually age in real time? It appears to be what I want. Well, they couldn't use older actors because everybody would just go nuts. So anyway, they're at the ball, and who should be the governor? Who should be the new governor? Lady Jane Gray, <laughs> who's looking very lovingly at Jamie. Oh my God, this bit is brilliant. He says Jamie, and literally, Lady Jane Gray cannot keep his eyes off Jamie. Yeah, I think Claire suspects, don't you, that something might be a. A foot, or what's a foot? She's a bit miffed, isn't she? She's a bit... Well, because he, he completely ignores her. So he sees Jamie, he calls him into his private quarters to say... That's not a euphemism. That's, um, no, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> they probably but it can't be, because Claire's there. Claire's there. Uh, and, uh, you know, it says, oh, God, Jamie, um, what are you doing here? It's so lovely to see you. I can't believe that you're here. Starey, starey, stare, stare. Starey, stare, stare, stare. He does do, David Barrow does do a good laughing stare. Both of them are staring at each other. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie gives him the stare back. Yes, that is true. As if they're sharing an intimacy, which Claire isn't a part of, which they are. And Claire, he hasn't mentioned John, Lady Jane Grey to Claire at all, has he? Really? No. Uh, no. no? I don't know. No, he, he hasn't. Ooh, no. So obviously Claire's a bit... Hit. I've heard so much about you. No, he haven't. No. And also, uh, Claire is really miffed when he find, she finds out that Jamie gave him a sapphire that he's wearing. Do you remember? Do you... Oh, yes, that he's now keeping in his... Um, near, his near his lower regions. Keeping in his nethers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and doesn't Lady Jane Grey have lovely eyebrows? I haven't noticed. Now, when you go back and watch the third series for the 14th time, Maureen, <laughs> do keep an eye out for Lady Jane Grey. Has he got... Has he got uh, do you think they're Very... Threaded? Oh, for shizzle. I've never seen a man with eyebrows like that. They're, they're marvellous, really. They they give him a certain... Um... <laughs> I can't believe that's the one detail you remember it's from amazing. Outlander it's season amazing. three. It's amazing. David Berry's eyebrows. I mean, I don't... I miss whole, whole chunks of the plot. <laughs> Completely just go over my head and I'm, just because I'm not paying attention. But I did notice his eyebrows. Oh, I'll bear that in mind next time I look at season Yes, because there are points where he really uses them, like he knits them in a real kind of like, very expressive with them. He does very good, he does very good eye lusting after you, Jamie. Um, yeah. Acting eyes. Yes, very good acting eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyhow. Anyhow, anyhow. So, um, then Claire... Happens then. <laughs> so anyway, so Claire feels miffed, and also because Lady Jane Grey is pretty much ignoring her, they go back out, and who should Claire see? But Gellis. Gellis sees Claire first. Yeah, Gellis. Oh, Gellis. No. Oh, you know what we've missed? Oh, what? We've missed her, the Gellis in the in the bloodbath. That's right at the beginning. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of course. Have we have we not introduced Gellis yet? No. Oh my god! Oh my giddy! That's aunt. a really good. That is a very good scene. So Gellis coming out of the bloodbath and beginning of this episode or the last. Yeah, that, episode. that begins this episode, which we completely forgot about. Yeah. So Gellis is lying in a bath full of blood. Well, we and don't know it's her to begin with. No, we don't know. We just see Ian is Ian is. We just see a woman coming out of a bath full of blood. Ian is there looking terrified, and horny at the same time. Terrified, but sort of like, oh, I've got, I'm horny, but against my will. <laughs> uh, anyway. Gellis appears at this blood, looking like her face has been laminated. Do you know how what? much Botox has that woman I, had? You know what? I didn't realize it was her. I thought, God, it sounds like her because it doesn't. She looks about twenty years younger. She's had all her forehead is yeah. Her entire forehead is like not moving. 
Why? I mean, this why do women? Do I don't that? know why women do that. It looked weird because I was watching her going, that isn't her. The, work, the fact that literally for the rest of the time I watched her on screen, <laughs> I can't. You're looking at her. Just staring at her forehead, going, it's not moving. It doesn't. Why does it look plastic? It just looks ridiculous. I think I thought at first I was like, no, it can't be her. I literally don't understand why women do that. Well, because it, it doesn't. Pressure. It doesn't look normal. It no, but I you just look like of, a forehead that's been Botoxed. I suppose it's a lot of pressure on them to look like that. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, not saying. I mean, like you know, all I'm saying is she's a beautiful woman. She doesn't need to do that. Yeah. So anyway, she's basically she's being very tempting, and she. she this is what I love. She gives uh, Ian some tooth uh, truth serum tea, which I think is incredibly British, isn't it? Truth, truth serum, serum tea. tea, and it works. And it works. It works really well. And she finds out that Ian's related to I Jamie mean, Fraser. There are bits of this where I'm like, oh, come on, truth serum tea. Again, I'm absolutely happy that she's fallen through a stone back in time for 200 years, but the truth serum tea <laughs> took me over the edge. I was like, oh, come on, love. Anyways, uh, back to the truth serum tea. Um, people probably think it exists. Uh, Ian tells her about the treasure and the stone. She wants these sapphires. <coughs> and uh, that Jamie phrased that she goes oh she, goes, she knows Jamie and Claire and she says I'm hoping that Jamie's going to come and uh, rescue you and apparently she, what she does is she shags all the young men and then all kills virgins, them. and then kills them but then Ian's not a virgin but she shags them anyway shags them anyway yeah poor lad poor lad so that's it and so we know so they Gellis knows that, he, that uh, Jamie and Claire are on their way she bumps into Claire Claire and Gellis have this discussion don't they Yes. And she's like, why are you here? Why, why, you know, and all this. Gellis is really suspicious of Claire. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Why are you here? What's your purpose? And And Claire's like, "Uh, I'm here because of, well, whatever. I can't even remember. Anyways. Anyhow. And then then, then Claire comes back and and she interrupts Jamie and uh, Lady Jane Grey having a very, they're obviously having a much better time catching up with each other, (laughs) aren't they? They're having a good old laugh. And Claire's then, then she talks to to Lady Jane Grey and goes, oh, so you, you gave Jamie a sapphire. She's a bit miffed. Oh, yeah. Because Jamie only gave her pearls and a bit of coral, so she's a bit... Yeah. But then Jamie never thought he was ever going to see Claire again. Yes, that's true. Do you, you know what I mean? Where Lady Jane Grey was... Um, they didn't have any hoo-ha, but they were they were intimate, weren't they? Yes. And then the bloody Captain Leonard arrives, so that Jamie and Claire have got to make a quick exit. No, but what, something happens before then. So before then something happens? So they're in... Hang on a second... Oh, the the thing with the Margaret Campbell. And this is where we find out what Gellis wants to do with the sapphire. Oh, yes. Is that she believes that if she gets hold of these five sapphires or however... Three sapphires. Sorry, I'm making that number up. Um, And... The new king of Scotland will rise. The new king of Scotland will rise. But in order... So she needs... So the... the, 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 What's his name? The girl, Margaret. Mm -hmm. The set... The seer... She needs to hold on to these three um, so she sapphires gets in order to be, to to give the oh, yes, premonition right. to give the not the premonition to give the prophecy prophecy. Thank you of what of how the king of Scotland will return to the throne. Um, anyway, and she manages to get Lady Jane Grey because he's he's got the third sapphire to give his sapphire to her so that she can have his he can have oh, his. Yes, this is a big plot. Thank you for pointing that out. And so the prophecy is that when a two hundred year old baby dies. The new king of Scotland will rise. Yeah. Who so, could be that two-year-old? No, it's 200 years old when it's born. Yes. And so, anyway, that is the prophecy. So that is the prophecy that Margaret gives. And anyway, Gellis is really unhappy about that. She's like, what the hell does that even mean, a 200-year-old baby? That doesn't make any sense. And she's really miffed and really cross and says to the brother, who's been using his um, sister to, 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 to make lots of money, um, 
We'll what find out. We, no, we'll find out type of thing. We'll find out. Yeah, but anyway, I can't remember. And then Willoughby, Willoughby. I mean, this is good, isn't it? Both, yeah. both neither Maureen or I. We, we've we, we kind of lost the will to live. We've actually lost the will to live with this a little bit. Willoughby, Willoughby uh, <coughs> has got a soft spot for Margaret. It looks like Willoughby's got a bit of a soft spot for Margaret. That comes out of nowhere. I know. It's Willoughby, a bit... Willoughby notices Margaret. And no disrespect to the actor, but there was nothing that was happening in that scene <laughs> where she didn't just look slightly bonkers. <laughs> And she's not like desperately beautiful, is no. she? I mean, like she's not unattractive, but she's not like the stunner. So it's it's not one of those things where you notice someone at the corner of your eye. Oh wow, they're so beautiful. And but, but he's like in love at first sight. I know. He she sees me. They need this for the ep- next episode, which is completely. I mean, I don't even need to get. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know how we're going to get through to the next episode. I know, I know, I know. So basically, then what happens is Captain Leonard arrives. Uh, this is a hilarious bit. Uh, Jamie and Claire disappear, obviously, with Tremere, this, the slave, and they find they out they've got to go the... to Rose Hall. Yeah, and so they, they, they're rushing to save Ian, but then they stop off to drop off the to slave, the slave. <laughs> and escaping from Captain Leonard, who then catches up with them. You're like, go get your priorities right. And Jamie's taken away as a traitor, you know, as a under arrest for traitor so, yeah, murder. He's and arrested, and that's the end of that episode. I mean... Oh, God. Just... But then, if you really want, even I, who's, who's gone with everything so far, I thought, you know, when Jamie interrupted and, and, and said Claire from the Fort William, I was like, <laughs> I, I could tell you went with it. This one, Eye of the Storm, I was watching it going, Claire, you're going to go mental at it. Well, are, are we now on the, you're talking about the next last, episode? Last episode. The, the final episode of season three. Um, Right, can I just say, right, Claire goes to Rose Hall, but for some reason she stops, she goes back home, changes her clothes, and then goes back to Rose Hall. Why would you do that? Because they were on the way to Rose Hall, but she changes her outfit. Does she? Yeah, she's in a yellow dress. And then when <laughs> oh, she turns yeah, up, she's, she's in, in a, a blue thing. Yeah, and it's like... Maybe it was in the back of the, of the carriage. Because <laughs> remember, uh, what's it, <laughs> Marcelli and um, Fergus drop by and they see the, the, the clothes in the house. Oh, I think they needed that so they could see that she'd gone to Rose Hall, but it was, and that Jamie had been arrested, but it was a bit of a, because they've changed the plot f- from the novel, but it was a bit of a I clunk. mean, of all the details, Maureen. Well, I just thought it was ludicrous. I mean, anyway. That is ludicrous, but not half as ludicrous as the next flipping <laughs> 50 minutes of this absolute nonsense. Is. So, basically, Claire and uh, Gellis have a tete-a-tete, and Claire, and Gellis is very suspicious of Claire, and then Claire, to try and, and get her, you know, get her to believe her, makes a big mistake because she talks about going back well, let's talk about why Gellis is, uh... oh, excuse me. Gellis is suspicious of Claire for one reason, one reason only. She thinks that she is trying to um, uh, F up her um, right. prophecy. So right. it's trying to muck up her plans to restore the King of Scotland. Otherwise, why does she keep appearing? And also she has this kind of paranoid idea that it was her that turned um, Colin against Dougal and her that was, it was, Claire, one of, Claire was one of the reasons why the uprising didn't happen mm-hmm. um, because they didn't manage to get all of the clans to go again, to, you know, to rise up against the English. All this kind of stuff is going around in, in this mad well, so I don't know who's meant to be the next King of Scotland. Anyway, but... I mean, and also... Uh, anyways, so what happens is uh, to, to kind of... Uh, Historically, I mean, she was born in the, like... So she knows that the Stuart dynasty died out. But anyway, uh, going on, moving on. She, um, Claire goes, no, 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 I went back, I was back, and I had a child. And, of course, what she's actually telling uh, Gellis is that she's got, she had a child that was born 200 years old, Brianna. Yeah, because Brianna was 
conceived 200 years ago and born in the and then that's when she's like oh my god that's who i have to kill yeah, yeah in order to make the prophecy happen claire doesn't and she very uh surreptitiously puts a photograph because because um claire's, claire's shown, shown her these photographs so like a bundle of them and she takes one of them and puts it down her brazil so then she goes claire and then she's all very nice to claire going to the guest room claire, locks claire in the guest room and then this, uh, the servants haven't really thought this through because Claire, they they take Ian away past Claire's but bedroom. But is it Ian? We're not sure who it is. Yeah, but I think it's... We see a young boy being taken away. we also forgotten that she has seen outside before she goes in. A dead boy. She's seen two young dead boys with their throats cut. So it's not looking good. So so it's not looking good for young Ian. So anyway, Claire's about to escape, but who should, who should rescue her instead? Oh, God. I mean, Jamie just turns up out of <laughs> bloody nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. Oh, we've forgotten the fact that he has a... Uh, we didn't go into detail about the bit about Lady Jane Grey saving Jamie's oh, life Oh, yeah, again. do that, yeah. Oh, for heaven's sake, Maureen. You're the person guiding this whole podcast. Without you, it's just two useless women in a room. I, I can't be trusted to do, do this alone. Do you know what, though? No, this, is, I haven't no, this read... is the first time you didn't write it I know, it you know why? Because I, have, no, I haven't written it down and also haven't really been re-watching it. Because it's just not good, is it's it? It's just ludicrous. It's just absolutely... It's just ludicrous. Just nonsense. Sorry, even Sam Hewn can't stand it. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, so, here we go. Um, so, yeah, explain. Lady Jane Grey has So, played. Lady Jane Grey... So, basically, the lieutenant, he's not a captain... Uh, oh, no, he's a captain, but uh, Lady Jane Grey keeps calling him lieutenant, keeps putting him in his place. Yeah, but he's only captain because the captain yeah, died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so, he goes there to, to petition uh, Lady Jane Grey and say, listen, I've got to take this guy, he's in my custody... I have a um, warrant. I have a, no, he doesn't have a warrant. No. Uh, I have the authority uh, given to me by the blah, blah, blah. And there and, is a warrant. And then Lady, and then Lady Jane, Jane Grey goes, well, but there's a warrant. warrant. Well, I don't have it. There's, yeah. Has a man made an affidavit? Oh, no, he hasn't. So, oh, it's, this is when his eyebrows come into action. <laughs> so this is when Lady Jane Grey's eyebrows really come into action. Just, I, I mean, you can't stop looking at That's them. That's because you're a special award. I just, do you know what? The whole time I was like thinking, I mean... If I was a gay man, I'd give him one. <laughs> These amazing eyebrows. Really, really, really great. Anyway, so he very um, cleverly and... Uh, 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 and he just, put, he just stamped his authority. Just authoritatively, that's what I was looking for, Maureen. Uh, saves Jamie again and, and makes it clear that this guy is not going to be taking Jamie while he is under his jurisdiction. Uh, and that as soon as he hit land, he has no further jurisdiction yep. to... to. But he puts Captain Leonard right in his place, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, Jamie then says, I owe you my life yet again. Um, I'm not going to give you my bottom, but I will give you my thanks. <laughs> that's um, the subtext. That's the subtext. <laughs> you can see Jamie's going, I know this feels like the time that you should get some bottom timing. Uh, <laughs> or at least a hand job. I've got to go. I hope thanks is enough. And you can see Lady Jane Grey going, mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Jen's but... very romantic. Anyway, so he, res uh, he disappears, rescues Claire, and they go tracking down uh, to Gellis, find Gellis. Um, and they go to this cave, and Claire's oh, worried God. that she I might... Mean, Claire's, I mean... Claire's worried. Okay, we've got to try and do this seriously. Wait, wait, wait. Claire's wait. worried that Before she's going to go... get to the cave, Maureen... First of all, oh yeah, they, they watch go the down to the dancing. Like they hear dancing. And we get sidetracked and just watch the dancing wait, for ages. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. So this. they go down to hear. They hear mute. They hear like um, drums and singing, and there's a fire blazing. And they go down and they can see um, uh, 
men and women dancing around a huge fire, which gives Claire flashbacks to the Jeez. same dancing that she saw at Craig Nadoon. Anyway, and the music, this is what I like. It goes bagpipesy, but also kind of... Um, African music and Gallic... <laughs> African Gallic fusion. <laughs> I've been... Actually, there are, oh, I have listened to I, I listened to it. Fusion. I, I, listened to, I listened to the African Gallic fusion at that bit, and I thought, I bet Maureen's rocking out to this. <laughs> do, 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 there are, there are, do, I have listened to albums, with, with an album or two, where they, they kind of do that thing. But yeah, it's a bit ludicrous. And the guy <laughs> the crocodile... Crocodile thing. Drinking blood. And, and then them looking. It does look like an old 50, you know, 1950s movie with Stuart Granger, the white people looking at the natives. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, and also uh, Margaret's there, Margaret Campbell's anyway, there. She's very popular. Out, so we all feel like there's some sacrifices going to be made. Think, yeah, I think Gallus gonna, is involved. We think definitely Gallus, Gallus is involved. involved. And, and young not. Ian's going to be put on a pyre. And then Willoughby turns up... So um, they get discovered, Jamie and, and uh, Claire get discovered... And everyone's really, right, oh, you know, angry and looks like there's going to be some kind of a hoo-ha. And then who should turn up out of nowhere but Willoughby? And Willoughby's Margaret. like, oh, leave them alone. They're uh, friends of mine. They've been, these lovely people have been very kind to Margaret. He was in the ball about half an hour ago. So now he's I don't know fire. how he's made it out to the fire. Not only has he managed to leave the ball, get out to the fire, they've made friends very quickly <laughs> with a group full of, you know, like <laughs> grass-skirted... Natives. Uh, natives dancing around a bonfire. <laughs> oh, these people have been so nice to Margaret. We're all the best of friends. I'm like, that happened very quickly, didn't it? Very, very I quickly. Mean, just... Margaret's the guest of honour, in fact. Margaret, She's going... <laughs> Margaret is the guest of honour. She's giving out, like, futures, uh, futures to, to, to various uh, uh, <laughs> native villages. Do you know what? They've cut the novel, so they've got to try and... Anyways. Look, don't get into the novel, Maureen. I'm really buried deep into the absolute nonsense that we're currently in. I can't be dragged into some further nonsense. No, but I think because they've cut bits out, they're now trying to stitch it together to make a kind of... Stitch it together? I don't even know what's going on at this point. I mean, we've jumped from a flipping... So anyway, Margaret and Willoughby are in love by now. Margaret and Willoughby are now... They've fallen in love quicker than Jamie and Claire. I mean, like, he's now decided this is the woman for her because he, she, she, he says that she sees him. She's the only one that sees him. Anyway, what else? Anyways. So. Then the brother arrives. No, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, hit yourself again, right, Maureen. Okay. Must I drag it back? She's Maureen's very tired. <laughs> Jamie and Claire then say, right, well, we're going to ask Margaret where she thinks um, young Ian is. Oh, yes. So they go to Margaret. Margaret grabs hold of. Oh, gosh, yes. Of Jamie's hand and then. Starts talking like Start blathering on about. I no, love you, about Culloden. Oh, yes, that's First true. of all, about Culloden. I see you knitted with blood, lying on the grass with, with a, a rabbit. rabbit. Um, and then he's like, oh, that's creepy, because that's his flashback to Culloden. And then he, she grabs hold of Claire's hand. I see a bird, a bird that... And you imagine Jamie talking to you. And you imagine Jamie talking to you while the bird, it, it gave you solace. And Claire's like, oh, yes, looking out the kitchen window in Boston. And then she becomes Brianna. I love you, Daddy. Oh, Mummy, Daddy, I love you. Oh, you're going to murder me. And then I'm like, oh, the monster's here. Don't let the monster get me. I literally, I mean, I couldn't even. I was watching on a train. And you know when there's a bit of you that wants to, like, just talk to someone and go, mate, can you just come and sit back here and tell me what you think of this? Because I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. Absolutely. I mean, I knew it was going to be bad because Maureen had said to me, we were talking on the phone and Maureen said, have you watched it yet? And I was like, I haven't watched it yet, Maureen, I'm going to watch it. She was like, I think you're going to hate it. 
found it ludicrous. Oh, Mara was like, I struggled. <laughs> I like, if I'd known, I was like, well, it's probably going to be a bit far-fetched. Had I known it was going to be like down flipping the yellow brick road of weirdness. Anyway, let's get back on track. So, <laughs> so Margaret gives her... Uh, oh, so they, she, they're at Bandaway. Oh, then she keeps saying Bandaway, Bandaway. And Claire very quickly figures out what Bandaway means. Yeah, yeah, and where and they go where it is and they go that way. And also, this is not that it's far-fetched at all. You know, they found a skeleton and Claire immediately knew the woman was dead. Wait! Oh, right, it's too far that's ahead. That's too okay, far okay, ahead, Maureen. Okay, right, so they go to Bandaway. So, wait a second. In a... In in the thirty, so Claire goes. So Margaret says to Claire, "Abandaway again." And Claire says to her, "You keep saying abandaway. What does abandaway?" And then in about a split second, Claire goes, "It must be the place where where they go back in time, whatever." And Jamie's like, "Oh, of course, that's the perfect place." They ask for directions again. Excuse me, do you know where straight ahead? Do you know where abandaway is? Some bloke goes, "Just straight down there." Who you come Google Maps and those yeah. things? Will you come with us? No, too dangerous. Anyway, it's a straight path all the way to a bandaway <laughs> from wherever they are. And they get there pretty quickly. They get there. I mean, like, they get there in what is called... The, if this was a Scooby-Doo cartoon... <laughs> the Scooby-Doo is slightly more realistic. You know when... Oh, you remember when you see those cartoons and there was somebody and they were falling and they were just about to drop into the water and then the rope would go right yeah, yeah, the way yeah. back up the top again? This is where we're at with the outline. So anyway, and then Claire's worried that she might be drawn <coughs> back in touch. She might have to go back through the stones and that she might not be able to come back again. And Jamie, even though he really loves her and obviously doesn't want her to leave, goes, you know, you've got to save Brianna. So, you know, because that's Jamie. And so then they meet Gellis, don't they? Yeah. So we meet Gellis. Jamie's got to deal with the big... Gellis the big, is... Big, Black slave who's m- massive. Oh God! Hercules. Gellis has got a photo of Brianna, and we know that she's trying to go back through the what we what we discovered is the pool. You have to dive into the pool. And Ian is Ian's trussed up, and she's about to burn him. So she's covered him in like paraffin, paraffin or gasoline, or not can't be gasoline, can it? But whatever, some alcohol, so to set him on fire as the sacrifice. And she says to Claire, "I saved your life, and now you owe me a life, and your that life is your daughter's, and you owe it to me, and I'm going to go and murder her." And young she Ian really is, understood motherhood properly. Yeah, she's not really got to grips with that. And young Ian is just fodder. Anyway, I didn't even know that Claire had a machete on her. Yeah, but she, apparently she does. I mean, I, I don't know where she got that from. Where this machete came from, I don't know. But so, so when um, Claire rushes at uh, uh, what's her name, Gellis. Gellis, I did. This machete came out of nowhere, and she it did give me a shock. Basically, actually. severs her head. Um, her head from her body. Not completely, but. And that's the end of Gellis. That's it. And it happens that quickly. Yeah, that gave me a bit of a shock. We've also got to men- mention that Willoughby kills Archibald earlier. You know, the oh, Willoughby kills kills Margaret's brother. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, yeah. that's not so exciting. So. But yeah, so uh, yeah, that is a bit of a shock when she just slices off. And then you realise that the, the skeleton that Joe Abernathy and her, and her were talking about was actually Gellis. Was Gellis. Gellis. What are the chances, What eh? are the chances? Oh, my God. <laughs> So they're all reunited. Jamie hugs them all and they're all very happy. Yes. Yes. And that's like kind of half... This is like an episode of two halves because you think, oh, is that the end of the episode? It's a very quick episode. And then you've got, basically, it's halfway through that episode and they're on the boat back to Jamaica. Oh, my God. Jamie, there's a lot of four... There's a four-play scene where Jamie talks about... I skipped it. I kept walking on and on and on about what what I'm going to do to you. I was like, either do it or shut up about it. 
But I don't want to hear you all the blunk, blinking on and on and on about what you're going to do. Okay, uh, Jen's not the most romantic of, of women. Oh, if I was there, I'd be like, mate, stop wanging on about it. Get on with it. It's meant to be sexy. Oh, well, it was really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> really annoying. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm naked. Do you want me to get naked? I don't want you to get naked. I'll tell you what I'm going to do in this more space. But we have space. But more space. <laughs> well, well, let's make space. I'll take my clothes off. I'll take them off. I'll, what, how are you going to take my clothes Just take your fucking clothes off! I'm sorry about the swearing. <laughs> anyway, so they have sex. Anyway, I skipped it. They have sex. We get it. There's a storm. Done. Then there's a storm. Now, this is... Oh, my giddy... <laughs> Aunt. Claire, just do what you're told for once and stay down. There is a storm of all storms. Now, I don't know if you've been biblical in a storm. storm. It's a biblical storm. I don't know if you've been in any kind of storm. Um, but any amount of wind or water or anything like that, you don't need much to come over the bow of a boat to drag you off a boat. So they've been told to stay on, downstairs. Well, a blow deck, I think is the term. Claire, of course, never does what she's told. And she goes, oh, well, I'm, a, I'm the ship surgeon. So she goes back up. I mean, what Claire thinks she's doing, <laughs> she's not strong enough to help with anything. If somebody's got a severed leg, let them come down below deck. And if they have... if Anyway, Claire's up there. As soon as Claire gets up there, you realise how utterly annoying and useless <laughs> she is. She's just being battered about from left to right. She's a complete pain in the arse. There's a massive wave, like a massive, massive wave. One of the masts gets uh, blown over. Oh, yeah. There are men flying overboard. The whole thing is a disaster. Jamie now has to leave the... He's trying the to... Wheel, to try, the wheel. He has to leave the wheel. He's trying to get the, the boat to flow, um, to, 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 to follow a particular course so that it doesn't capsize. He has to abandon that to save Claire. Again, Claire, just... Do what you're told, for heaven's sake, woman. And then they see this absolutely massive wave. This wave that is like the size of like a, you know, a, a, a five-storey five building or something. And uh, it hits the, the boat. Jamie gets thrown across the boat. And then, no Claire. And then oh, you see Claire gosh. sinking. This is how the episode began with this. This was ridiculous. Just... It actually began with this. Uh, I'm dead. I was dead. I was dead. And she's sinking, sinking. And then, it is like Thunderbirds. And then who should come out from the corner? Right, okay, look, let's just go back. Right. So, Claire's fallen overboard. She's wrapped around in a bit of sail. Uh, and this rope. Rope. But also, a heavy piece of wood, which is plummeting her down at quite, you know, a fair bit of mm. speed. Right, so she's moving pretty quickly. Down. Jamie <laughs> has no idea where, she where is. Claire is. She's in the ocean. In a massive storm. In a humongous storm. He doesn't know what side there of the... He has absolutely no idea what side of the ship she's, she's on. <laughs> she's got no idea where in the middle of the ocean she is. They're in the middle of the Atlantic she's Ocean. She's unconscious. Uh, It'll she, be dark. She's unconscious. It's night. He jumps in. <laughs> He locates her. Immediately. Immediately. I've been diving when there's very little visibility and you can't see in front of your hand. But Jamie not only locates Claire, he manages to swim faster than she does when she has a weight attached to her foot. He doesn't and even, she's a dead weight. And she's a dead weight. She's at least 20 metres. He doesn't need scuba equipment. He doesn't need to equalise. He just heads straight down there. Kisses her. Kisses her to breathe air into her mouth. I mean, at this point, I'm literally like, if I'd been allowed, I would have been shouting at the television. And I 
get that this is a fantasy. I get it. <laughs> but even I was but like... Even I, I'm, I don't even know what I'm saying. Even I. <laughs> but even I. I was like, how the hell... Does Claire have like some sort of... Tracking uh, device. Tracking device <laughs> attached to her. Where, wherever she goes, Jamie will find her. I mean, because you know, like he doesn't know what's happened. The ship she went off. No. It's a storm. It's the ocean. <laughs> It's the ocean. It, when I saw him... There are currents. When I saw him... And he just dives very accurately. <laughs> like, his, like his home-seeking missile. Straight down. Anyway, brings her back up to the surface. She seems to be dead. Where it's suddenly calm. Yes. They're in the eye of the storm. Oh, they're in the eye of the storm, are they? They'd have to, but remember, the eye of the storm means they have to come out the other end of the storm. <laughs> so, anyway... Uh, Jamie's Obviously, when I saw him swimming from the corner, I was like, oh, oh for the love of God. I just thought, well, Claire dies here. That's fine. <laughs> that's the end of that whole thing. <coughs> anyway, I knew that wasn't going to happen. So she looks like she's not breathing. So she just She's not even breathing, right? They're on like just a bit, a bit, a, a bit of wood. A bit, a bit of wood. Anyway, several hours later. Jamie's bereft. What should happen? They get washed up again on the shore. No one drowns in this show. No one is like, we're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. People just get washed up on shore, which is quite reassuring. Should I ever fall off the side of a boat just to know that I will get washed up? Even though she wasn't breathing, she still managed to hold on to the wood, which is pretty impressive. And uh, she starts breathing. She starts breathing as soon as she hits dry land. That's what happens when you drown. When water, (laughs) when your water, when your lungs are filled with water, what happens is you just do this, <laughs> clears it all out, and, and you're no longer drowned anymore. That's handy, isn't it? It's really handy. You just somebody just has to go, oh, Sasanak, and give you a kiss, and you just go, <laughs> and this last scene, how awkward was that? So they are washed up on the shore. A family, a young girl finds Jamie, goes back, tells her parents. Her parents come to talk to them. Are you okay? Um, yada 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 so of course they want to find out where they are they're like where are we turns out they're in America, America Georgia. Georgia and then this bit happens where they just stare at each other and this couple are like just standing next to them and they don't even acknowledge them and then after a while they just sort of go oh, I think we'll just uh, well, we, we'll just go then <laughs> and then you just see them or even the bloke is like quite awkwardly just backs away and goes uh, well you know just uh as you were. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is that the rest of the boat has washed up further on down the That's beach, handy. so we know there are survivors. And we all know who will have survived, just all the people that are important for yeah, the story the main to continue. <laughs> and that's the end of season three. I mean, I just don't even know. Because I know, I know how, what's happened here, because we've done three episodes in 40-odd minutes. Yeah. And before, when we were really enjoying it, it was one episode was taking us all to And we slammed oh, through to be the honest, I think 20 minutes is us just talking about the room and you being delayed in Brighton and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I... No, I have to say, episode three, when I saw it, I thought, Claire, you're going to go, what are you Claire for? Jen's going to go mental. I know, I know. Well, Maureen, we've finished Outlander. It's Yay, done. It's I mean, done. there's going to be season four next year, but we're not, I mean... <laughs> We'll just have to wait for that. Um, it's it's the end of the year. It's the end of 2017. And we would love to thank anyone who has listened to this. Yeah, wouldn't well we, done. Wouldn't we, like, wouldn't we like more and more? I don't know what yeah, to say. Yeah, we, we would. Both of us have got fatigue because this year has been just insane. So we're both tired. 
I've now got to spend the next five days in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm at, going to be in London, mate. Birmingham Glee. Um, Putting all the books on my shelving. Maureen's going to be rearranging her entire flat and hopefully she'll have a new carpet, which I'm really delighted to see. Because the other one in is... In the new year. The other one should... I mean, it's I a health and safety. Yeah, it's a health risk. It is a health risk. Um, and and we, Maureen and I will be back with a brand new podcast in 2018, not about Outlander. Yeah, we don't know what it's, it's about It's not yet. going to be about any TV shows. We are going to just be our lovely voices talking... About stuff. Stuff. We don't know yet. <laughs> But Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. And uh, we'll be back in 2018. Hope to, that you will, um, bye. Okay, just bye, bye.